First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Uh, let's see. I have um, some other uh, interesting things here this morning. Did you know that uh, Boonville was in a deal? I-, I don't know why the state does this. I-, I think they did it with the Utica School District at one point. They've done it. Uh, they came out and said that Boonville is in violation. The Boonville Police Department is in violation uh, that they have not provided their their plan, their their reform plan of the police department, which was required, I believe, in March of this year, right? And uh, the state said they are now in violation. And then Boonville said, no, we're not. We, we have submitted our plan. No, you haven't. And we're going to publicly shame you, which is really what they did. Now the state is, has announced that... Uh, Boonville has indeed submitted their plan. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Yes. How does this happen? I uh, I don't know. Is this is this we filled out our plan but we didn't check this one box so it's technically No, I, I just think they were I think they were wrong, uh, to be honest with you. The state was wrong? I think so. Uh, they are confirming that Boonville this is according to the Observer Dispatch. Uh, confirming that uh, Boonville has submitted its plan after initially listing them as one of the nine agencies in the state that had yet to submit a police reform plan. New York State officials confirmed Wednesday evening that, yes, indeed, the village of Boonville Police Department had, not just has, but had turned it in. Boonville originally was listed as the only police agency in Oneida County that had not submitted their reform plan. Uh, The police officer in charge, Fred Rabensky, said Thursday morning, we knew we had it uh, had turned it in. But just still being on that list was a really a big threat regarding the funding. Yes, there was confidence we were in compliance, but not being on the list just raised a lot of concerns. Not being on the list of, uh, of those who were compliant. Uh, he said we were on track to have everything in effect very, very shortly. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, if anybody else gets their information wrong, and then goes public with it. In some cases, they can be sued over that, right? Yeah, you're right. But if you're New York State, or if you're the government, apparently that's just okay. Uh, But we made a mistake. We didn't get it right. Sorry it caused any problems. It didn't get it right. But imagine if the the foot was on the other shoe, right? How bad that would be. Uh, Okay, we have uh, news this morning. We've been going through this over the last couple of years Uh, This Dave Gordon uh, story. And in February of last year, the judge ruled that uh, Dave Gordon's lawsuit against Town Square, against me, against others, um, uh, was thrown out. And that anything that we had reported. See, the thing is, in, in in in, in the world of news and journalism, if you are reporting on something... That is true and can be proven. That's why it's so important when we when you source something. If police tell us A, B, and C happened, and we say A, B, and C happened, we're liable. But if we say police tell us A, B, and C happened, we're not liable if mm-hmm. A, B, and C didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. It's We were told that. So the, the, you, you got to be careful living in a world of, of absolutes. We know what was absolute. The police did tell us that A, B, and C happened. So in the case uh, of this, there was that, uh, there was that, uh, uh, that arrest report and all that stuff that happened during that uh, domestic case that went back a couple of years mm-hmm. that had surfaced. 
And the fact that it had had surfaced, and keep in mind, until it was buried after a year, that, that was public. It was public knowledge. The arrest was public knowledge. What happened after that is is completely different situation because I think later on it was buried in court. Nonetheless, we were sued over it, uh, which is never easy because you have to defend yourself, and that's never easy. It's never inexpensive. Uh, but the judge threw out our Unless case. Unless you're Governor Cuomo. You're right, and he has, uh, he has the executive. The we, we pay for that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Manasmi, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but in February, the uh, Judge Del Conte ruled that we we were off the hook. There was no appeal by uh, by Gordon. He did not appeal the case. But the person, and, and we're specifically not mentioning her name uh, because she was falsely accused. In fact, it was completely debunked by the court. There was n- zero evidence. If you remember, he kept saying, I will produce the evidence to show that it's true. Mm-hmm. Did he ever produce any evidence? No. Not an ounce of it Mm-mm. because there was none. And there were some things that happened that uh, that be, because we were a part of this lawsuit that um, I had knowledge, we all had knowledge of, that I don't want to get into that either. Um, but it was completely proven that the accusation about this female was wrong, completely disproven. Well, and the issue was he never brought any evidence to prove it. Correct. But but beyond that, the other the other side brought evidence and proved that it wasn't true. Gotcha. They proved gotcha. their case. So um, so the case was thrown out, and uh, from what we understand, there was a, there was an offer made, and that was that if if you know if you come clean and publicly uh, address this, everything will go away, and uh, there was a refusal there. Therefore, the uh, the person who was accused. She did what you, what are you going to do? You got to, I don't want to, I don't want to keep this thing going. This is me talking. I would say, I don't want to keep this thing going, but, um, I, I'm going to sue for damages. Right. I mean, I've given you an opportunity. I'm going to sue for damages. So, um, that has occurred and that, uh, I don't know if that would be called a trial or a hearing, but it goes in front of a jury. A jury will determine what the number is, the financial number in terms of the damages. I also have to say I'm very disgusted by the way um, local media covered this story. Um, I, I, I'm, when, especially when someone's in a position where we were told we couldn't comment on it. Me, I couldn't comment. We as a company could not comment on it. It's not like we're trying to be evasive. It's, it is we work for a corporation that said, let's not play this out in the media. So I, I felt like we were, I, I felt like the coverage of this was very poor, especially when in, in our case, it's about a, a freedom of press issue. One would think that members of the press would at least look at this from that standpoint, but apparently, uh, apparently not. Um, so I'm disappointed in that. It is what it is. Um, I'm sure I've said the things down the road previously that have made, you know, boy, now he's in the news. We got him. God forbid. Uh, anyway, so uh, wrapping this whole thing up, um, we received subpoenas recently, which we couldn't talk about. Um, we were d- delivered a subpoena to testify in this damages. Well, let's call it a trial or hearing. Well, what am I? What is my testimony going to? How in the world is that going to help in a damages case against him? I don't understand. I didn't understand that. 
But the part that it started to click for me is we were being asked to produce evidence as if the trial didn't end, as if we didn't win the trial back in February of last year. Not this year, last year. It's been over that long. So so ah, we're going to relitigate this whole thing, and we're going to force uh, us, the company, and me to spend legal fees. And therefore, I would have next week had to have appeared, appeared in court while I would sit on the stand, and I believe uh, in this case Dave Gordon uh, was serving, and I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure based on what I've seen, he would have he was representing himself. So he would have had me on the stand and could have just questioned away. I mean, I don't know what he'd be looking for, how that would affect what the the jury would rule on damages for him. I don't know how that would play any role. So anyway, the uh, decision came down yesterday. And um, we've been we we won, um, and it seems like this saga is over with. Uh, after the state supreme court judge Scott Del Conte deemed Gordon's charges of indiscretion by his opponent during a political campaign unfounded and false, charges against uh, uh, me against WYBX uh, Town Square of slander and defamation unfounded and false. Gordon was sued by the former female county staff member. Uh, who was specifically named in the accusation. The court awarded the former staff member summary judgment on liability in 2020 of last year in regards to defamatory comments uh, Gordon made about her as a result. A jury is scheduled to hear arguments to determine damages at the proceeding to begin on, on the 7th. Now, the judge said Gordon fails to submit the clear and specific evidence demonstrating that the subpoena material is highly material and relevant critical to his defense, and not obtainable from any alternative source necessary to overcome this privilege. Accordingly, the motion to quash must be granted, and that is to quash um, the subpoena that uh, I was getting. Any testimony from Keeler would be utterly irrelevant to any proper inquiry on the issue of the damages suffered by McCann, the only remaining issue to be tried by the jury here. Uh, Therefore, our part of this has been thrown out. So should this be the, uh, and oh, and by the way, the last part of it I think is interesting too. Judge Del Conte reserved his decision on sanctions uh, until the completion of the damages hearing on June 7th. Under that New York State statute, awards of costs and imposition of financial sanctions for frivolous conduct in civil, civil litigation could be considered. In other words, um, he is holding back on judgment whether or not the subpoena and the fact that we had to fight it and spend legal fees. Um, he's holding back his decision on uh, whether or not uh, Gordon would be possibly responsible for something like, oh, let's say, um, uh, legal fees. So does this end all of this? Um, I, I, you, as far as our involvement? I believe it does. It's got to be, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think you can appeal. I mean, I don't know what he can appeal, but. <laughs> I hate to say it this way, but at what point do we start looking at uh, filing for harassment? Yeah, because this is it's exactly what it do. You, do you know, they, there, there was one part in here um, where he was asking for. How, I, I forgot what the subpoena read, but he was asking for basically hundreds of hours of audio to be submitted to him. Everything that I had in my possession, everything there was in, at the radio station, any communications, it was 
it was it, it would work out to be hundreds of hours of of broadcasts and air check tapes and um and then how long would that take to be able to provide that we'd have to weed through everything and it just was it was an a it, for a a case where we have no involvement whatsoever. Yeah, it's laughable. How does that pertain to yeah. the defense of... <laughs> I just don't... Okay. Uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, I just want to be careful. I don't want to be... Uh, we don't wanna, I, I don't want to get into a situation where we're opening the door for another lawsuit. But I know you want to comment. And, uh, I understand. Jeff, My question right. actually is more to you. Like, what did you just do to us? You literally just sat there and said, well, the Dave Gordon saga is over. Have you not watched a single horror film since the 80s? <laughs> <I see. laughs> yeah. reliving the Friday the 13th. You're right. We're, li- re- we're reliving it <laughs> oh, all over yeah. again. I, I, yeah. work, I work at the election stations. I'm, next time I see a ballot, his name's going to be all over. Dog catcher. No, no, no. He doesn't, no, he doesn't, I, he doesn't, he, he live, doesn't here live here anymore, I don't think so. Um, I think he's, but I understand. I listen, I, I, my apologies, but I think this, we've not been able to talk about any of this. This has all been going on behind the scenes and, and we've had to stay out of it. And, and so. of course I'm, I am not, you know, you, like you mentioned before, if someone says to you, Hey, this person said this, well, of course, that person years and years ago said that illustrious line of when you represent yourself in court, you have. Yeah, uh, and I don't, I, I, I don't even know what's going on there. And yeah. I don't know that for a fact. I, I'm not a part of this. Uh, I'm not a part of this hearing. All I know is that in, 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 based on evidence, there's a, there's a young woman who has been dragged through the mud for no reason, and that's what we had talked about from the very, very beginning of this story. And not to mention when when the press conference you covered the initial press conference, where where not only did he say there was indiscretion going on at the county, but he had said that I had like rogue children out there and was cheating yes. on my wife, and and that as was, you were as you were under the knife for your at that surgery. very moment I was under Michael Jackson drugs. And uh, they were cutting open my colon and oh, cutting was part a of it out. Call I had to tell your wife. <clears throat> hey, that by was the way. that was going on at the very. My wife was in the waiting room, and Andrew called and told her, "What were you thinking, Andrew?" I mean, to be fair, though, I, that was where, my fault. <laughs> well, where did where did, did she want to hear it from me? You're or right. the news? It was a good distraction because there were I had complications while I was in surgery. I had complications with my kidneys, and they it went on twice as long as it was supposed to. So I guess you were a good distraction. So. I mean, to, to be fair, that the subject of let's call them illegitimate children does b- bear some credibility when people keep asking me why does he keep Andrew on the job. <laughs> on that moment, in that note, I'm hanging up on you. Oh, Jeff. thank, thank you, you. Wow. Good one, guys. <laughs> All right. Drop the wow. mic. Go ahead, drop it. Okay, there but, he goes. By the way, that line. that line he was referring to is uh, is the a lawyer who represents himself in court is a fool for a client. Yeah, um, and and and. Uh, listen, I I don't mean to say this, but I do enjoy a good argument from time to time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I but in court it's it's never that way. When you if, and I've been a witness in court uh, more than once, 
and you think you're going in there and you're going to set everybody straight. Oh, you're yeah. going to this, is, but then Tell you realize how it is. Then you realize you can only answer the question that is asked of you, and mm-hmm. if they cut you off, they cut you off, and then the judge cuts you off. You you only basically get to say what they are going to let you say. Mm-hmm. So it's never all that much fun. Um, but I'm you know I'm I'm glad it's over. And, you know I just feel terrible, which is why we. I, I know everybody knows the name, and I get it, but we don't. We're not using the name, and it, to me, it's symbolic because this person did nothing to deserve this, except to, took a job and and was in some case related to a nasty political story. But uh, she had nothing to do with it, and why she had to be dragged through the mud is just uh, so disgusting to me. So therefore, we don't uh, we don't mention the name. Uh, Julie says, it, right, it's not re-litigation. It's a hearing for damages right. or testimony on financial loss so they can tell him what he owes. You could have lost advertisers and revenues because of his slander. So, And that, i got to tell you something. If anybody could have could have gone back, and we also could have countersued and said this slander about about us, about, uh, about our, our lack of journalistic integrity – um, hurt and damaged us. We could have. We could have sued, but it, it's just not worth it. For Your her, claims though, of infidelity and uh, for, and that children? as well. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, but you know it's laughable. So it's not even. It's not even worth. But I, I think that what she went through. The real victim here is the former staff member, and um, and to me, uh, well, I, that's a shame. I actually think it goes beyond that. It goes to the county executive. Oh, and no and his doubt family about it. as well. Uh, there's another victim. His family, right. his family had to endure all of that. And the other part of this is when people start throwing out things, like uh, uh, I, 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 this is probably a bad comparison. Well, then maybe you shouldn't use it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm talking to, my, to myself. Uh, this is You're probably reading my mind. <laughs> this is probably a bad comparison, but um, you see this happen in family court a lot when. Some a really ugly family court, and uh, all of a sudden, the mother, and let's just say it's the mother, accuses the father of molestation. He's a child molester, an abuser. Once that gets out there, you can't put that back in the box. You can disprove it, but it's always going yeah. to be out there in the back of someone's mind. Mm-hmm. And that you can never get back. You'll never get that back, no matter what. And that's the big shame of this of this whole thing. Yeah, somebody so famously I, said uh, at the end of a trial, I guess basically where it was proven that the horrible allegations against them weren't true, they allegedly said, uh, the alleg- uh, I'm throwing allegedly in, yeah. they said, <clears throat> uh, okay, great, now where do I go to get my reputation back? Who That's was that? exactly right. I don't remember yeah. who that was. And the but. other part of this is, remember, in, in courts, uh, if I'm correct, they're they're proving, it's the fact that the uh, the they, they didn't prove their case. Not that they proved that the person was innocent. You're never innocent. You're not guilty, right? They didn't right. prove that you were guilty. Therefore, you're not guilty. The uh, The courts don't say you're innocent. And that leaves that lingering out there. And it's a big, big shame. Uh, but anyway, this whole thing is, uh, at least for us, uh, we we believe it is officially over. But, man, what a uh, – I got to tell you just one thing. And, I, and I, I said this. Do you remember when Dave Gordon was running against Tony Pacini? And that and that race was going on, and let's erase all of this stuff from it. But then it was it was what a year later. How long was it that uh, before COVID hit? 
Can you imagine had Dave Gordon want? It would be Dave Gordon doing those briefings every day, and not Tony Pisani. Could you imagine that? <clears throat> wow. It shows you that uh, the elections really do have consequences. So you got to think about who you're voting for and all of that. Crazy stuff. Okay, well, listen, we have a, a big, uh, a lot to get to uh, coming on. Christian's Fund is holding a big event uh, coming up, and uh, there's a football camp for young athletes, and it allows people to actually in person to get together. Dr. Ken Hall, I want to focus this morning all on the fact that people who aren't vaccinated, the rate of positivity is climbing in those people with the variants versus those who are vaccinated. And the free money question next hour.